Hey, uh, what's up? Welcome to Views, the podcast. Um, first, I, I stole that name, Views, from David Dobrik, because David Dobrik um, had a podcast called Views, and I stole the name, so there's that. So I'm here with um, one of my uh, one of my good friends, Adam um, Chine. What's good, Adam? What's good, Jeff? And then we're also here with uh, Crystal. Hey. And then we're with Adam um, Will. What's up? And then Cy, Yo. Jerry. What's going on, guys? And Steven, yeah. What are you doing, peeps? And then, yeah, that's that's basically everybody. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> the most valued person here is, is Anna, actually. She Say hello to the camera, Anna. Hello. I said camera, and this is not. This is, uh, so, you can tell that we don't really know what we're doing here. But, um, I wanted to talk, I wanted to do this podcast because, um, there's stuff on our minds that nobody wants to really talk about, and I, I feel like we should talk about this. First, let's start off with um, Will. What? Because yesterday, yesterday, yesterday. Why is he starting <laughs> off with me? <laughs> yesterday, uh, Will was talking Wait, about. Sorry. Will was talking to this girl, what? and then he just stopped talking. To- right <laughs> so he stopped talking to her, and he said he said he stopped talking Good. to her because um, some. Somebody oh, just farted. Damn. Oh my Damn. God. Damn. Damn. For for the viewers at home watching, I mean listening, you just missed it. But uh, somebody farted, and Will was so taken aback by the scent that he fell back and hit his head on the wall, and he dented it. It's crazy. It's crazy. So, um, and then so um yeah, what was I? Oh yeah, okay. Uh, Will, let's talk to this girl right now, and. He's not. He's really not talking to her anymore because he's. He, he told. He told us that he's going through some stuff, and he said he has to ask himself some questions. Like, what kind of questions are you talking about? Well, the questions I w- I've been asking myself no, are. You don't, you don't even get close. Cause it's, yo, I just gotta let him know. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> but the questions I've been asking myself are: What determines purpose in one's life? What are some of the things that people take into account when it comes to to determining how successful they were in their life. Those are some of the questions that I have. See that? Those questions right there, that that can be like value material for a podcast. So, for example, um, some people believe that they should indulge in all that they're passionate about and just chase happiness and continue being happy and joyful in their life. Um, versus a life of selfless service where they're spending their time and devoting their resources to help others um, be happy. So the question I was asking was, uh, when we're looking at it from, I guess, the outside perspective, what can we say, what can we say about how purposeful one's life is if there even is a universal definition for what purpose is. And if not, then does that mean that no matter how you live your life, it doesn't matter? Because there's no definition, there's no one definition for purpose, rather. So we can't say one's, one's life was more purposeful than another person's life. Did everyone get that? Yeah. That was a lot. Yeah, that was, that was a lot to take in. What do you say, Crystal? 
Repeat everything. She was like, oh, that's up. Yeah, yeah. 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 We talk about something serious and then we have to we have to make a joke because like we're too immature to deal with these type of problems. So um, back to what Will was saying now. We want to just like ask some questions out there and and each of us have a see what kind of answer we got for it. Okay, um, so I'm gonna ask I ask you, Jeff. Um, so like, what what determines purpose in your life, or what are some of the things that determine purpose in your life? Like, what justifies your existence? Yeah, um, when it comes to answering questions on the spot, I'm really not too good at that. Shout out to um, homegirl. Okay, oh, right. I don't know what I'm talking about, but um, some, somebody else should probably take that. What about, what about Jerry? No, no, actually, Sai. Sai's actually too quiet to... He's always quiet, so why don't we hear from the guy that's always quiet? Sai, what kind of... What, what was the question? I don't even know. <laughs> Ask him the question. Uh, what are some things that justify your existence? Your existence. Your existence. Existence. Basically, that you feel justify existence, of course. Like so, meaning, like what makes you want to wake what, up in the morning? Basically, and conquer the day. What makes me want to wake up in the morning? What is the purpose of your life? The purpose of my life. I don't know. I don't really have a big purpose or goal in my life right now. That's subjective. Some people might say. I don't. Well, I don't. He doesn't. Personally. Right. So, I don't know. I just wake up every day. Just do whatever. <laughs> like, okay. That's well, what I'm doing right now. It's, it's like, a, it's like a, oh, like a wash, like, rinse and repeat kind of thing. Yeah, like, but like, you're like I said, we're all like two years into our like adulthood, like we just gra- we graduated two years ago, so it takes a while to adjust into like the adult, what people say the adult life, like working and stuff, and like I don't know, I'm just still adjusting. Like I have no big goal right now. Okay, so what if, what about if I ask you this question? Why have you not killed yourself yet? What are you like? What are you living for? Like, are you just... So, basically, the question the question, or the answer that I'm trying to get out of you are, like, is it, like, the small glimpses of happiness that makes you want to keep living and waking up every day? Because if that is one thing um, that makes you look forward to waking up every day, then that's worth mentioning. Yeah, like, for me, personally, of course, I don't want to kill myself, and... Like, of course, down the long road, I want to get married and I want to have kids. Of course, I think that's what everybody thinks. Like, that's that's what I drive, my drive towards to living is. Like, like, as an example, of course, my father, watching him, and of course, I want to be like him. He's my example, and I want to just live a, live a good life with my family, have kids, 
just experience everything that I want to, like traveling, all that stuff. Rest so, in peace, your dad. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So. I want to hear from Anna now. <laughs> I'm just going with the quiet people. Still, Anna. Same question. What makes you wake up every morning? What is your purpose for life? Right? Um, she made a, a a money gesture. She said what drives her is money. You, ironically, she's actually doesn't have a job, so yeah. Oh, no, she, she has a job. I always forget that. Yeah, she's doing big things, man. Yeah, she has a... So, yeah, Anna, when you wake up, why do you, why do you feel like you should even wake up why do you why don't you just like be like man fuck life hmm? what's making you want to keep going money okay <laughs> what about money traveling <laughs> is there something that money is going to provide you life life shelter food mm-hmm. So why do you look forward to traveling? Do you ever find yourself like traveling with um do you ever like imagine yourself traveling with like anyone else or by yourself or with my family. With your family. Mm-hmm. And with Crystal. Everybody or just select a few from your family? <laughs> no, everybody from my family and Crystal. <laughs> Crystal is I'll take her to Japan. Crystal's, a, Crystal's an, an, infant, an orphan. She has no family, so that's why she yeah. said she'll take Crystal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where are these places you want to travel to? You said Japan. Where else? Korea? Mm-hmm. <laughs> North Korea? North Korea, South Korea. No. North, North Korea. North Korea. No. Come again? North Korea? If you go to North Korea, I think you coming back. Yeah, oh, facts. <laughs> they gonna confuse you. Oh man. Good luck out there. Those are the top two places so far. Thailand. Philippines. So. <laughs> so it's it's not really it's not really money that's driving you. It's like. Freedom. Traveling, is what your purpose is. The money is like the the way to get there. It's the root. Yep. Mm. Uh, that's not basic. Um, <laughs> so, Krista, see, so, you know, I'm first. I went from the quiet ones. To now it's just to the one doesn't really say anything. <laughs> the one just laughs. Yeah, that just laughs about life. That's it. That's my purpose in life. Oh, just to laugh. To laugh. To laugh. Mm. Enjoy You're a comedian. <laughs> no. types of answers that like because like when you asked me that answer I really had to think about it and what came to mind was I don't know that's why I had to let everyone else go first but I mean there is something you just have to 
Sponsoring um, two, three companies right now. <laughs> two more shout out. Oh no. I just looked at my FK bag. No goals? You just said you wanted to go into the police department. Yeah. Isn't that? Yeah. Is that something that would make you happy? Or do you feel like if you went there and actually passed it, it's like you really haven't done anything? It's something that I've wanted to do for a while, but. All right. Jerry. need my neck. I'm done. <laughs> what? How do you need your neck? I'm like this. Oh. <laughs> Alright, so Steven, wake up. This kid was asleep. Wake up, Steven. This kid's an actor, yo. Oh he God. really is. He really is. He's such an actor. He really thinks like he, he really tries so hard, but. The dirty ass way socks. <laughs> Alright, yeah, um, yeah. I want you to ask me. What are some things that you feel give purpose to your life? Me? Yes, you. Give purpose to my life. How I keep my guns Ah! I just. I feel like I shouldn't waste this opportunity being alive. Just, you know. I was given life. Week to hear Steven's answer. Now, we'll come. Tune in next, next, next week for Jerry's answer. Yeah. <laughs> it's like <laughs> Jerry, Jerry, you you were like passionate about acting for one time. Who said that? One moment in life. Who said that? You did actually. I said that. 
catching up. Well, I say this. Mostly in the entertainment. In the entertainment business? Yeah. What about the entertainment business? Is that something somewhere you want to be? Do I still want to be? Am I supposed to answer the first question? Mm-hmm. When I wake up every morning? Yeah. That question reminds me of another podcast. Uh, Larry King. You guys know who Larry King is? Mm-hmm. He's like nine years old. Legend. Um, hmm? Legend. Yeah. So he was asking the scientist. He's a very famous scientist. I forgot his name, though. Um, Tyson. Yeah, him. And he was like, if you had the opportunity, I asked you guys this before, but um, if you had the opportunity to live forever, would you? He said no. Um, yeah. Scientist. What's his name? Neil deGrasse Tyson. Neil, he said no. And basically because, like, he was saying, if I lived forever, why would I wake up in the morning? There will always be another day. That I'll always have a chance to achieve whatever I want to achieve because I have the rest of my life I've you know, every single day to look forward to. But if you don't live forever, you don't know when you're going to go, when your time's going to pass. So you have to make every day count and try to do something new every day that you've never done before, accomplish something, keep setting goals. And um, yeah, I guess every day I try to set at least one goal. Um, even if it's the smallest thing, like I don't want to get out the house for like 20 minutes or um, go to a park, go for a walk. Anything simple like that, as long as there's something to achieve or to accomplish that day, that's what makes me wake up every morning. Nino's the best answer out of all these fuckheads. I think size is probably close, but I feel like we'll blow it out the water with his answer. Because we'll just look at a yell technical on everybody. What? Do your thing, man. Do your thing. Um, so. The reason why I was asking myself these questions was because I was at a point in my life where I'm kind of I, I'm kind of at the liberty of going through almost any path right now. I've been granted a lot of the resources and I don't have many dependents right now, so I'm just worrying about myself at the moment. So I've been entertaining the question for for the past couple of days of what what makes my life purposeful? Um, for a while, I had a mission, uh, a mission of selfless service because I felt there was a need that needed a lot of attention but wasn't getting the attention it needed. That need was that us as human beings were doing a lot of the destruction and causing a lot of disharmony in the world and a big reason for that was the vicious cycle of poor parenting. So my theory was that since children during their early stage in life are most likely to be influenced because that's when their brains are experiencing the most rapid growth, during that time period, they're more likely to adopt the behaviors that they're surrounded around and that that time in their life plays a critical role in shaping their personality as they get older. So if we're, if we're leaving behind a world for our offspring, for, for their offspring and then generations upon generations, unless we address the issue of building individuals up to be capable of creating a harmonious environment, this vicious cycle is gonna continue repeating itself.
So that was one route I was going to take, um, putting myself in a position to have the most impact on early children versus another route where I was asking myself the question that is even a life of what I thought was selfless service um, more purposeful than a life where I was just doing all that I wanted to do to be happy. So I asked myself, what is it that determines purposefulness at that point? Because, for example, we have people um, in our world who like do what they love every single day, like professional athletes, for example. They're living a life um, based upon their own self-interest, and they want to continue being happy and doing all that they love. So that's what they do. They wake up every day playing sports, living the life that they want to live, and um, most likely uh, they're going to get highly rewarded for it versus people who wake up every single day and they may not like their job, but because they feel like their job serves a greater purpose outside of self-interest, they continue to perform every single day. So for both people, they may feel that their life is extremely purposeful. So at that point, we can kind of assume that neither of those paths are superior, more so than another. So it's kind of like neither path even matters. So yesterday, rather, I kind of arrived at the destination of believing that if neither path matters, then why not chase a life of pure happiness? Because if we think about the animals who don't even sit around uh, a phone and doing podcasts, the only thing that they're doing is focusing on staying alive and having children. That's all animals do. Um, of course, if we look at like the great apes, they're they portray um, a lifestyle of being very family-oriented. So we can kind of assume that for those great apes who are part of a family, that that's part of their life, right? They live their life to be around their family. So they stay alive and they continue to have sex with each other because it's indulging for them. So what kind of separates us as, at that point of having a life where we're sacrificing happiness. So for me, uh, I guess my answer is as to why I wake up every day. It's to continue doing the things that make me happy. Um, But this wasn't as simple uh, for me to figure out because prior to uh, the past couple of days, I was so set on fulfilling a mission where I wasn't quite sure it would even make me happy but because I felt there was a need outside of my self-interest, I was going to pursue that mission. But I abandoned that, and I said, just like the animals do what they want to do to be happy, I don't believe that um, us as humans, in terms of purposefulness, are are in any other way different. So I'm just going to continue doing the things that make me happy. So some of those things are being surrounded by the people I love and um, weightlifting because I like weightlifting 
and just socializing with people because that's kind of what brings me joy at least humor and um, fun experiences and stuff like that so I don't intend on like having or rather going through maybe the traditional route uh, we've laid out in America which is like you know go to school and maybe work a job that you don't like and get paid a whole bunch of money even though you hate it so I'm probably not going to be doing that and that's the end of my answer. I think I, I think I speak for everyone when I say Will is the youngest woke person what? I've ever been in my life. Like what the fuck, bro? Okay, this so explain why you believe that. Kid, like I've never met anybody our age who just could like sit down and speak in such volumes of life, like the way you just did. Like it was even it was hard for each one of us to to say like something that 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 you should be answering to yourself, but like it was kind of hard for us to even get that out, and you you did that in like less than like five hundred words. Or so you're saying like answering the question of what do you think um, makes your life purposeful is like the mo one of the most critical questions to ask oneself. It is. So would you agree that the viewers? And those who are on this right now should begin asking ourselves that question more frequently. 100%. Alright, y'all heard it here and here first. Start asking yourself these questions. Yeah. Why do you think they should be asking themselves these questions, actually? Maybe they don't even know why. And we're just telling them to ask these questions. So, you share what you think think they should. One of the main reasons why is because it's not that they don't ask themselves these questions, but like they just kind of go with the flow. And as they grow up, they look, well, they see their parents as role models and whatever their parents kind of want them to do, like either graduate high school or college, get a job as a doctor, lawyer, whatever. They just kind of go with that social norm, which is completely fine. But once you do that, you don't have a mind, I guess, of yourself. Like you don't really think for yourself. You just kind of go with whatever, whatever everybody else is doing. So... I think it's, there's not enough people to actually stop, think about themselves and what they want, and actually uh, put that into action and try to do what makes them happy. Um, a lot of people, they just go with the social norm, have a regular job, most likely miserable, and then they, whenever they see like a young kid in the school or in the streets, they're like, life isn't all that, you know, it's not, it's not great, it's kind of miserable, it sucks. There's actually been a few people in my life that I've met that's in their mid-30s and they told me up front, life sucks. You can't do everything you want to do. You're not going to be able to achieve those dreams, so just give up on it because that's not how life is. And it's people like that that kind of ruin it for other people and make them stop dreaming and trying to achieve those type of dreams so they just kind of like I said go with the social norm and be normal so you think there's a way that humans should be behaving in which they become a product of their environment sometimes it's kind of true man but so my question is is there a way that humans are supposed to be but in this case a lot of us are a product of our environment instead I think we should be more but our society's not letting us. 
I think we can all agree with that. Can we? If not, then. Mm-hmm. So, like, like um, for me, I've thought about it. And I don't know if you guys heard of it. I don't know if you've heard of the Equifax data breach. I don't know if you guys heard of it. Have you guys? Uh, I should explain just in case. So, what happened was, um, from May to July, hackers hacked Equifax. Equifax is one of the three credit bureaus. So, basically, they got hacked for two months, and Equifax, from July to August, did not announce anything. So, for, like, three months straight, people were, just, people were hacking other people's information, like social security cards, um, credit card information, driver's license, just everything. And over 143 million people got hacked. Their information's out there. My information's out there. Mm-hmm. And... The point of this, the point of me telling you this is not to talk about this topic. Like, that's a whole other rant. By it's like, that's a whole other topic. But the thing is, like, I look at the situation. I'm like, yo, like, it sucks, but it's true. Our lives as Americans all depend on that three-digit number. And the fucked up part about it is, we never asked to be part of that system. We're just kind of thrown in there with no option. And Are you talking about Social Security? No, I'm t- no your, cre- your credit score. So basically, and like, it's fucked up, but it's like the reality of how American society is. How you live, how you do whatever, in most cases, depends on, that, on your credit score. And it just got me thinking. I'm like, yo, like, that's so fucked up. Like, like people are screwing me over. Because of this di- number that, like, I like a bas- this number from a system that I never wanted to join in the first place, and it's like, and it's moments like that where it's like, I see like what Jerry said about like when people say life sucks, and it's like oh, shit. Like, when I see shit like this, it's like it kind of has a point. Like, so what about let's take the case of like let's say people who live in like other countries, yeah, who have no idea that America even exists. For them, how can we be sure that they assume that life sucks as well? See, that now I'm, like, I'm trying to be put in their shoes. And now right, because for them, they might be enjoying life to the fullest by, you know, killing whatever they can kill to eat and just living every day. And maybe their that's their society. Maybe that's how society is for them. For right. society for us, is all, it's capitalism, making this money and this economic machine. And in some cases, like, I, I welcome the economic machine. Like, it's brought so much stuff, but at the same time, it's, like, it's fucking us over. And it's, like... But, so the question is, like, for those people who, I guess, are less dependent on it, will they agree that life sucks because... Like, I, and, and how I view it, or just in general? No, I'm saying because you're saying, like... That you believe that a lot of the time, you said in a lot of cases, it's true that life sucks. Right? For me, like... No, that's what you said, right? I mean, I'm just saying, is that what you said? Yeah, in in terms of, like, we're talking about this, and yes, like, I could agree, like, that sucks. Like, it's bullshit. Like, we shouldn't, like, why? Like, why does, like, um, a small group get to decide how we live? It's fucked up. But, and that's the part that sucks, but, you know. So, is that part... Kind of what you're saying is a big part of American life. Because you're saying that sucks, and then you're saying life sucks. Yeah. You're saying that life is that system, and it sucks. It does. So you're saying life is that system in America. 
being and part of that system. Yes, as a young American man, realizing everything that's happened in this life, it it sucks. Like, I'm given a crappy a crappy scenario to live in. So I try to make the most of it, but so you know. if you're saying that life sucks and you're gonna let's say if you live in America your entire life, then you can say living in America for your entire life sucks because you're abiding by the system. Then in no way can you say life doesn't suck. I I can agree with that. Okay. So, um, I would disagree then. I would disagree because, well, I'm disagreeing by my uh, definition of what life sucking is, um, and because we know we now know what your definition of life in America is, because you said life in America is the system and the system sucks. So now you say life sucks. So for me, I know I know that system exists. Um, oh wait, wait, hold on. Now I gotta specify myself. Like, life in, like, okay, so for me, like, I can say, like, just life with an America, it sucks, but, like, for me personally, like, life doesn't suck, if that makes sense. Like, I'm making the most out of my situation. No, if that makes sense, like, I don't know. Confusing you? Like, I know, like, this sucks. Like, it sucks. I know it's there. I'm not, I'm not ignorant. I'm not gonna be stupid and be like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, um, you know, Defy all law and you know prosper and just suck you. So, no, I'm not that optimistic, but like I am gonna make the most out of what I'm given, just kind of nothing in terms of. Like, so, you're saying even if you try to make the best out of everything, right? Um, life sucks still, but you're trying to make the best out of everything. Yeah, I mean, that's like you said, subjective. so does that mean it still sucks? If like you you find the best, or you're trying to find the best in everything. If I find the best in everything, me personally, me yeah, personally. you said you're trying to find the best in all of life, um, but you still said life sucks. So does you trying to find the best in everything still mean that life sucks? <laughs> do, you, do you get it? I no, I get it. I get it. I get it. It's because you're gonna say if you're saying that you find the best in everything. Right, and you're like trying to be as happy as you can or whatever. Maybe maybe it's how I view life. Like maybe I view life as such like as like just this being as type that is like for me that's how I view I view life like as if well for me personally, like I, I view life as if like it's always putting me down. Cause I guess that's what motivates me. Cause for some people, you know, they're just excited to live and I'm like, be happy with life, they're happy with life. And I'm not saying I am too, but at the same time, I'm, I I know life is not, my, me personally, it's how I view life. I view life as it's not like my friend, you know? And there are a lot of stuff that happen. There are a lot of bad stuff that happen to good people. And it sucks. And it's the worst. But sometimes when it's just say, hey man, that's life. It's sometimes, and that's, it's just sometimes it is life. Like, you can't describe it. And that's why I don't view life as my friend. I view it as something, as like a challenge. Because that's how I view every, every day of my life is a challenge. It's like how to get stronger. How do I become the best version that I can possibly be? Because my goal in life right now, in this life, is to become a family man. And to become a good husband for my future wife. 
and a good father and a good father for my daughter, son, daughter, if I decide to adopt or whatever. And I feel like life is gonna throw all these obstacles at me to stop me from achieving this goal. So that's why like I am kind of a little pessimistic with life because it's like it's just like I've seen everything that happens and it's like you know that's why like with, like when it comes to religion like I pref- I'm under the no preference when it comes to religion because I see stuff like this that's happening on the news so and just to and to sum it all up I always view life as a challenge and it's my job in this time right now to overcome everything and come off the best possible version that I can be for me, rather than saying life sucks, I'd say life is hard. Living is hard. It doesn't suck. Because when you're making the best of it, you're making life good for you, for yourself. So saying it sucks, it's not, I wouldn't say it's the right term personally because it's more like life is hard. Because all the obstacles you have to go through, living. So. And the way I see it too, I feel like you're seeing life you're seeing a lot of negative things in the world and you're I, not that, seeing the best and like no and like that's that's the thing our society is so focused on the negativity like if aren't you, you on, feeding into that me yeah I kind of am but are we all like are not. we like fo- like like for me it's like it's just like I'm one of those I'll admit I'm an idiot like like I don't think I'm an idiot to the point like I focus on celebrities. Mm-hmm. Like I don't think I'm that like drawn into the media, but like I see like stuff for like Donald Trump and like whatever, and it's like people are feeding into it, and it's like we should know better, but we're not, cause we're, we're kind of stupid. Yeah, but I don't, I don't think I would let Donald Trump or whatever, or whatever situation, whatever, you know, kind of bring yourself or. Bring me down, you know what I mean? No, I'm not trying to, and mm-hmm. I'm not. Tr- I'm just giving... or affect your way or the way you view life, mm-hmm. you know? Because life, it's you, mm-hmm. your life. It's the, it's, no matter what it is, it's you. It's the way you live, is the way you see it. Mm-hmm. Whatever you do, that's your life. And society or Trump, whatever, it's not gonna ruin your life. You have your life for a reason because you are the driver. Mm-hmm. Life is just a car. So you, do you have to, the way you're seeing it, you're very, you're driving on a road that has a lot of potholes, and you're running into every single one. Mm-hmm. I'm, and I feel like you, there's a lot of moments in your life, there's good moments in your life. You have a healthy family, you have your sisters in school doing well, I believe, your parents are still married, they're together, happy, you have, you're in this program, you're up. You're doing a great thing. You're making money. You know, there's no, there's no big problems, I guess, in your life to say that life sucks. For me, an outsider looking in, I feel like you have a great life. A really good life. You have already goals set up for yourself. You know what you want to do in life. You're about to achieve these goals. And you're working hard for them right now. You know? So, I think you have to step back and really look at life. And take life one more chance. Like, See the good things and not just the bad. Because sometimes the good are going to outweigh the, the bad. I'm not trying to speak for Steven here, but like, but um, 
I don't know if you like Europe or anything, but like, isn't that like you doing Europe and you Regan having a future for yourself? Isn't that what Jerry was saying about like, about like how we live our lives? Like, well, when we live our lives thinking like it's already made out for us, mm-hmm. saying like life is just already made. People think that life is just made out for us, so we're just gonna go with that, go with that flow. Like, you remember you said that? Oh, yeah, that's a... Isn't, isn't that, like, Steven's situation? Like, yeah, he, he's in Europe. He did it himself and all, but, like... He chose it, though. Yeah, yeah, like, he chose it and all, but, like, is that really what he wants to do? Or is it just, like, he's doing it because he thinks he, thinks he has to do that? That's a question that he has to answer. Me, after reflecting, it's... And viewing how the corporate world is, it's not something I would want to do. I don't view myself... Feeding into the corporate machine mm-hmm. that we live in right now. Like I said, man, like it's just, for me, it's just every every day is a challenge. I I welcome challenges. That's how you grow. And like I I learned this in business class, if you're not growing, you're either stagnant or you're declining. And for me, I feel like my purpose in life, besides trying to be trying to find my significant other and pursue a life where we can have offspring and just have a have a life together it's how I'm going to get there and what am I what am I going to do to become the strongest version that I can possibly be in order to support my significant other and be able to maintain the relationship that we're going to have and you know, I, I think it kind of, for me, it stems from the fact that I just don't, I don't view myself as a man. And everybody, subject, everybody has their own subjective meaning of what a man feels like. But for me, it's like being a man is being able to support, support your loved ones in whatever situation. And I feel like I don't have those qualities yet. I have not learned what it feels like to be a man. I'm still a boy. I don't know if... Let me ask you guys. Do you guys, do you guys view yourself as men? Like, by your, your definition? Like, no, have you guys gone from the transformation of boyhood to the, tra- to the final stages of manhood? Well, yeah. I think it depends how you define boyhood and manhood. Yeah, I feel like everybody's definition will be different. But my no. definition is going to be pretty much close to yours. Um, if, if you're asking, like, if I feel a man right now, no, I do not. Okay, let's let's talk about it in, in I don't know if I want to say, like, let's talk about it in terms of, like, tr- trivial times, like, when back then, when mm-hmm. people, like, let's say we were in that setting, like, using that scenario, using how they went through, like, their rites of passages, would, would, would each of us consider ourselves men, men, like, having obstacles, like, you know what I mean, like, getting thrown into the woods and fucking... Killing bears or whatever, like yeah. Has there been an obstacle in our lives that we've overcome to make us transform from that boy yeah. to a man? Yes, like that significant change that you can say yes, I, I'm a man now. Mm-hmm. Like, For I, me, no, that's never happened to me yet. When I think of what it means to be a man, I a big proponent of that. Um, like 
I think I'm gonna take a little bit from what like Elliot Host said. Hey. Um, being able to, being able to control um, level of passiveness along with level of aggressiveness. So, um, being human, you have you have traits and characteristics that allow you to um, that allow you to yield to your environment as well as enforce and create things um, upon your environment. So we have yielding qualities, but we have aggressive, aggressive qualities as well. So a big proponent of being a man, by my definition, is being able to be a martyr, um, being able to look oppression um, entirely in the face of what it is and still hold on to all of your values and your beliefs. So despite how, um, despite how much pain and sorrow and agony you're experiencing, I think being a man in that case must result in you holding on to your qualities and not succumbing to all that, all that's being oppressed upon you. So are you saying like being a man is seeing all that, all that bad like destruction go on you and not letting it like tear you down? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. So well, rather being so let's let's take like uh let's, like what's a ferocious animal like a freaking lion or something yeah. like that. So maybe like the alpha male that gets chosen for like the pack of lions yeah. is probably the one who can provide for the family, right? Yeah. By their means of hunting and gathering. You know, killing the animal and then bringing the family to the food and whatnot. So let's now take like the most kindest and softest animal, like um, like, a, like a bunny, like a bunny or something like that. Probably the one who gets chosen as like the alpha male in that case is still gonna be like the one who provides for the family, but by different measures, not as aggressive, because um, they're not like ferocious and whatnot, but maybe still providing for their family and whatnot. So for both animals, their idea of, of what it takes to be like the alpha male in their eyes is entirely true and correct. But they're just two entirely different means. So if we take like a human being uh, we, and we're asking ourselves like, do we consider ourselves men? Um, in one case, we'll have somebody look at, look at oppression and hold on to their values and beliefs, which might be like, like let's say somebody's a pacifist, so they don't fight, right? They don't put violence upon anybody. And that's like 100% what's right for them. So as they're getting beat up, tortured, um, killed and whatnot, they don't fight back. And that's 100% what it means to be a man for them versus somebody who's like, who's like, all right, I'm going to defend myself. I'm going to beat these freaking horrible people up and I'm going to walk out of here a champ. So they, he beats their ass, whoever, however many people. He walks out there feeling like a man. So now you have two different people who hold on to their beliefs while oppression is entirely upon them, but they both walk out men. Okay. I, I hear what all you guys are saying about that. And I feel like, I want to say, like, I guess I'm a feminist. Because, like, when you guys say be a man, it's like, are you guys forgetting about the females? Like, what it's like to be a woman? Like, like what you said, what you said make perfect sense. 
But I feel like that doesn't just apply to men. Like that's like when I hear that, when I hear what I want, what what like constitute a man mm-hmm. is like what constitutes a human being. That what you just said. That's like screw what constitutes being a man. What constitutes being a female? No, it's just what constitutes being a human being, and that's that. Like taking all that bullshit and just like not letting it take you down. Still having your beliefs, like. Fuck, fuck just the labels, like the freaking being a man, being a woman. It's just what makes you you, a human. And I believe in that. So when I hear Steven say, oh, I'm not a man yet, I'm not a man yet. It's just like, I don't, I don't know what to say to that. So you, you, you can kind of say like the only thing that makes a difference between man and woman is basically like um, your Penis. genetic traits. Yeah. Like we, we're right. all the same. We're all the same, but like. Like you guys said, freaking society, fucking government, everything is just like trying to separate us. But we're, no, we're all the same. Like it's just, it's just. Yeah, I wish it's, you were that. It's, it's that simple. I wish you were that it's simple, that simple. But it's but, not. Yes, but it's not. And then, so, are we done? Like, has everyone said what they wanted to say? I think um, no. The females should add in. Um, yes, I no. No, but, we haven't because there's a female perspective, and we're, done. we're not females. Listening to all you guys speak, I'm glad I let everyone go first because, like, I didn't know what to say for Will's question. I didn't know how to answer that. But hearing everyone speak, I like, it's like helping me jog my memory into why I live, what, what gives me purpose. purpose. And I remember I, last semester, I was, in, I was talking to my English teacher, and we were talking about, like, we were talking about a paper that I had to write. And we were just sitting out talking about the paper like the topic and the topic was um standardized English in America and what what it is and what standardized English and uh, we were talking about like how there's so many standards for like English just like English like plain old English like I'm speaking right now mm-hmm. and there's so many standards there. you have to speak it this way in this environment this way in this environment and I thought all of that was bullshit I felt like as long as you could speak it like that standard right there is standard and I, and then that got me mad because I was just like, why? Like I, that like we were living this life, how, the everybody was trying to make us live one way, and I'm like, no, screw that! I don't want to live like that. Like I don't want to live with people telling me like how to live. And I like, so I said to my professor, like I want to do something in my life that, that actually changes like, the way we like live, that we're not like chained down. And I, like that's how I want to live. That's my purpose. I want to be able to change life for people, like, mm-hmm. so they don't, so they can li- they can be themselves, you know what I mean? Because, like, people are so afraid to be themselves, yeah, and it's it's so crazy. Um, it's going to make me cry now, because yeah. I'm so passionate about that. Yeah, cool. but yeah, that's what it is. That's, that's my purpose in life. So I mean, you have a way to kind of do that? No. Do something dangerous, no, man. I mean, no. this is one step. Do something dangerous. Yeah. This could be a one step right Just here. Just do something. I don't know what to do for that's dangerous. See, uh, how come everybody is so set on like this path of they want to do this path of righteousness? Like, I want to know, like, like for me, I've accepted the fact that there is no clear path, and it's just you just gotta call out your way. But people like they're like. Like, they're so obsessed with the pathway. Like, you know, that's like, I gotta go to this. I gotta go. Then I gotta do this. Then I gotta do this. And it's like, 
why are you doing that? Like, why are you stressing out yourself? Why do you, why do you hold to the idea of having an already carved pathway? When the whole point is for you to carve it yourself. I think at that point, it's, that is dependent upon like the magnitude of risk. So for example, if we had like alien invaders come here and we said, okay, we need like a plan mm-hmm. because the risk is really big if we mess up. Then at that point, we're gonna have to say, this is step A, this is step B, this is step C, step D, and etc. So at that point, I think that's dependent upon how much, res- how much pressure they feel is coming from this external force, mm-hmm. right? How big is the magnitude of risk? How much pressure do they feel like if they don't achieve their desired outcome, that they're gonna fail, right? But from my understanding, I think what you're saying is like, um, like our our goals and our missions in life aren't really that risky, so we should not be focusing so much on like planning each step of the way. Yeah, I just, for me, it's like I feel like why are you trying to have this idea of a, a carved out like a like a carved out plan already carved for you. To feel like this idea of righteousness, for you, you know what I mean? And for me, it's. I just don't view it like that. I view it as you should carve it out yourself. And, and I also think this comes to the idea of people are afraid to fail. And I stand true to that statement. I'm a victim of it. I will admit it, I'm a victim of failing. But over the years as I've learned... You're a victim of afraid to fail or...? I'm afraid to take initiative uh, to, to fail, that makes uh, sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, I, okay, so I, I, this, I, this has to come with, like, because I'm going to have to talk into fear. Because fear is what kind of stops people from pursuing what they, they are, want in life. So I'm going to take a quote from Paul Heyman. <laughs> oh, he's no point. So he was talking. He was doing a, a a live with Paul Heyman. I forgot where. I think it was England or Australia, and he was talking about something about life and failure. I it was it probably wasn't even that. It was probably something wrestling related. Mm-hmm. And then he they got to the topic of fear, and he was like, "I don't fear anything," and he was like, "Why do you why do you think I say that?" Well, it's because my his mom is. I think it was his mom or his grandma. It's probably his mom. His mom was a Holocaust survivor. And she's been through the most unimaginable things that a human could ever go through in this life. We will never, ever go through whatever those Holocaust survivors are, and, you know, those who died, those 11 million that died, will never understand them. One day. And he said, he said, whatever I go in life, I know. I, it will never be as bad as the life that my mom went through. And that is why I don't fear anything. And I heard, and I was like, I looked, I thought about it, I was like, yeah. I was like, you know, like, what my parents went through, I took it in my situation. I was like, what my parents went through, my dad came here when he was 18, came from Ecuador, and he had nothing. He was a straight dishwasher, paying off $5,000 in debt, living by himself. And my mom, I think she came here when she was 17 because at her country, girls weren't allowed to go to school. She was basically 
she basically lived. Sorry about that, guys. She basically was a victim of sexism. And they had to come through here. And it was, I, I can only imagine how scary it must have been to come into this country not knowing what is going to go go. And so I, I view that. That's This is why like I view my parents as so influential. It's because I look at that and I'm like, with what they go through, what will I go through in life, nothing will ever be as bad or as scary as what they went through. And that's why I am, tr- am trying not to fear anything. Because fear stops all of us. And it stops us from living. And I feel like we shouldn't be afraid. Because if you're afraid, then you're basically pulling a hole on life. And that's, I feel like everybody should not be scared. No matter how scary it could be to fail. And it just, it's kind of disheartening knowing how many people aren't following their dreams. And I wish society did a better job at helping those people out. But it's not the world. But instead, they're trying to suppress the standard on everybody on how to live. Isn't it funny how life works, guys? Well, uh, we almost reached the hour mark. Wow, that's pretty crazy. But so uh, three more minutes too. I I guess we could probably call it. Right? We yeah. could call it. Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. And I've thought of a perfect name for this podcast. Ha! It was not views. He lied, guys. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> views mean that was, just that was temporary. It was a working title, but um, I think the person. The reason I okay the, the reason I I'm, I came up with this name is I didn't come up with this name I got this name from somebody in his group and I don't know who cause I don't know who named it but somebody already named the podcast it's called Wandering Minds because all of our minds we we just I mean we wander I mean somebody mm. named the somebody named our group chat Wandering Minds I don't know who it was it was Crystal right Crystal but whoever did like props to you because that's all we are in this you. life you know it you're, was you're you. just we're just wandering minds. And that's the new podcast. Catch us on episode two. I mean, <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, uh, deuces. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Gang, I may gang, not gang. be here. Guys, <laughs> like, <laughs> so, yeah. Um, hey. Part two. I might not be here. I might be in in South Carolina. But you know, send me letters. Yeah, Paris, you think it's gonna take that long for us? For part two. Well, fuck out of here. No. Okay. Um. Next ne- week. Our next podcast is gonna be about love. Ooh, hey, I love love. I love. Um, nah, um, see you guys later. Uh, bye.